Let's do this. So hello and welcome to the Trinity podcast today with me, Ben Hughes. I am one of the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and a creator of the Fit Over 40 method. And if you want to know more information about what we do here, just go to www.fit40info.com. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the truth about slimming groups. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity podcast. So I can't tell you how many women I've worked with in their 40s and 50s who have tried going to slimming groups in order to lose some weight only to either A, see no results in the mirror or to step on the scales and just see nothing or B, to actually see some results but then have that weight pile back on faster than they lost it in the first place. And both of these things can be extremely frustrating. Um, You know, I'm sure if you can relate, you will know how annoying and how frustrating this can be. And this leaves many women feeling completely trapped and unable to lose weight, no matter what they try. So, you know, I've spoken to so many women who are living in elasticated waistbands. They're almost choosing their clothes to cover up problem areas rather than choosing actually what they what they like. They're no longer enjoying things like going to the beach, putting on bikinis or going shopping for clothes. And it's again, it's just not a nice situation for anyone to be in now. Some women are able to see fantastic results from slimming clubs and with diets and you know you will see those amazing before and after pictures from some people who have managed to see success with these and there are some good things about these types of programs which i'm i'm going to go into in detail in a bit but for the women in their 40s these programs tend to deliver either poor results or they lead to a cycle of yo-yo dieting and disappointment which can be really really difficult to get out of so today i'm going to reveal the truth about slimming groups, why they may not be ideal for women over 40, and what you can do instead if you're looking to drop one to two dress sizes between now and the end of the year. So first thing I want to cover then is the good parts about slimming groups and diets. So as I said before, you know, these things are not all bad. There are definitely some good points about them, but the fact remains that for many people, they simply don't deliver the results promised. But Three things that I do like, first of all. I I really like the idea of being part of a community. So in a lot of these programs, you will have to go in and be accountable to a community. And accountability is really, really effective for keeping people on track. And being part of a community of people on the same mission as you is also a great way to stay accountable. So that, that level of accountability, I think, is good. The second thing that is good about slimming groups and about diets is that a lot of them do make things really, really simple. And keeping things simple is great, especially for people who don't have a lot of free time, who have busy careers, who have busy family lives and just need things to be very, very straightforward. So the fact they keep things simple, again, is also a really good thing. And the third positive, the third thing I like about these these slimming groups is that these days, these type of programs do include exercise, whereas they may not have before. And they often include mindset stuff as well. And I think both exercise and mindset are an essential part of just staying fit and staying healthy and seeing long lasting results from any fat loss approach. Because ultimately, um, you know, your mind is what decides whether you exercise or not and what foods you put into your body. So if you're not taking care of your mind, you're not necessarily going to see the best possible results. So the things that I think are good are, you know, being part of a community, the fact that a lot of these things are very simple and 
that these days they do also include exercise and mindset, which is, is a really good step. However, there is quite a lot of things which are not ideal about these types of approaches. So I've got five points here today. I'm just going to run through all of these things that all of these reasons that I think you might not want to go for slimming clubs or diets next time you decide you're going to lose some weight. And I'm going to go through for each point, like what I recommend you do instead and how you can see the best possible results from the effort and the work you're putting in. So the first bad point of slimming groups, I think, is the fact that with many of them, you are able to fill up on almost free food. So a lot of these plans, they enable you to eat some foods for free. So for example, I've, I've had a quick look today. I've seen you know, things such as zero point soup or programs where you can have as many bananas as you like, or you can eat as much salmon as you like. Um, and the problem with this is you can easily overconsume on free foods. So for example, a banana is 89 calories. And if you think, oh, bananas are free and you know, you're going about your day, you're, you're having a stressful day at work, working from home, you keep heading to the kitchen looking for snacks. And every time you pick a banana, if you have three bananas extra just as snacks throughout the day, that's almost 300 additional calories that you're putting into your system. And for example, if salmon is also a free food, salmon is a very oily fish. And it's full of really good fats, but it's also full of lots of calories. So salmon contains about 209 calories per 100 gram. And uh, typically when you, you know, you'll buy that salmon from the supermarket and you get two salmon fillets, each one will be about 120 grams. So per piece of salmon, we're talking about, I don't know, 250 odd calories. So you could easily consume an additional 300 to 400 extra calories per day from free foods. And that additional 300 to 400 calories, that could be the difference between you getting the results you want or not seeing any movement whatsoever. It can just be, you know, it, it can be as, as little a change as that can make a big, big difference. And being able to have these free foods is almost like pouring a glass of water, pouring a glass of wine, wearing a blind, blindfold. If you're pouring this glass of wine, you're wearing a blindfold, you don't actually know how much you're pouring in. You're just doing it with your eyes closed. And, you know, because maybe some of the wine you're pouring doesn't count. There is a chance that you'll get that perfectly and you'll, you'll hit the exact right amount in the glass of wine. But there's also a chance that either you'll put hard, like hardly any in there or you'll put way too much in there and you'll spill it over the side. It's, but you're not going to be able to get the correct amount if you don't count every drop of wine that you're pouring into that glass. So instead, what I recommend, rather than following any approach which says that certain foods are free because it's, it's just a recipe for disaster, you can't guarantee results that way. Instead, I would say just track everything that you're eating because no foods are free. All foods contain calories. No foods are good and bad. All foods are just energy sources that you put into your body. So I would track everything using an app. I would recommend MyFitnessPal. It's the one that we recommend to our clients. You can just scan barcodes on food. It's, it's very, very simple. And then you'll know the exact number of calories you've taken in each day without the need for any guesswork, without the need for any inaccuracy, meaning that you can be certain that you're going to see results in the mirror rather than it being maybe I'm going to see results. So anything that, that involves free foods, I'd recommend don't go with that approach. Instead, track every single thing that you're eating and you're going to be much more, it's going to be much more likely that you get the results that you're looking for. So the second thing that doesn't really, I don't really like about these slimming groups is they don't really 
have any specific exercise that they tell you to do. So in the past, these mainstream diets or, or programs didn't really focus too much on exercise at all. Um, it was basically just all about eating less in order to lose weight. And I think that's probably because it is more, it is quite difficult to get someone into a habit of regular exercise, especially somebody who hasn't been in a habit of regular exercise in the past. But the problem with this is for women over 40, doing the right type of exercise is very, very important for seeing fast and seeing sustainable results in the mirror. And younger men and women can get away with doing um, almost any type of exercise or simply just eating less and not focusing on exercise at all. And they'll still be able to get the results they're looking for. They'll still be able to lose their body fat. However, women over 40 to see the best results require a specific type of training in order to get the scales moving. So what we found that works really well for our clients, what I'd recommend for you would be what we call LIST training. So LIST stands for low impact strength training, um, which is essentially lifting weights in a slow and controlled way, which is a very effective way for losing body fat and for toning up. But at the same time, it's also gentle in the joints, which is a very important thing to consider for women over 40. Because the last thing you want to do is, you know, if you're causing yourself pain and injury and discomfort every time you exercise, doing some of these really high in impact, high intensity forms of exercise, it's going to be very hard to make that habit. So by doing things in a more gentle way, but that is just as effective, it's going to be much, much easier to stick to that habit long term. So I would definitely recommend that instead. So the next thing um, that, that doesn't really work, I think, for these type of swimming groups is a lack of any real accountability. So one thing I hear time and time again for women who have not managed to succeed with slimming groups or other kind of cheap or cheerful diet plans is that they were somehow able to stop following the plan. So at some point, everything was going well, they were on track, um, as you might say, but then they slipped off track and they were able to just go completely off track, regain all of the weight and you know undo all of the progress they've made. And, and the reason this tends to happen is that when there's nobody there to chase you up. There's nobody there who, who cares where you've gone, who's looking to find out why you haven't turned up or why you haven't checked in and to give you the proper help and the proper support to get yourself back on track. The reality is most people know how to lose weight. Most people know that they need to eat better foods, they need to stop eating so much, and they need to do more exercise. But what's actually missing is being able to actually to do that consistently and do that consistently enough to see results. And for women over 40 with busy careers and busy family lives, it can be extremely difficult to, to put a program into action, to be consistent with that for the, you know, the maybe the eight to 12 weeks it's gonna to take to drop a dress size to see some really, really good results. So what I'd recommend is, you know, rather than paying to be told what you already know, because that's essentially what a lot of these programs are. You join this group, but you're essentially just paying somebody to tell you to eat better and to exercise, which is what you already know. And you know, rather than investing in just having somebody to, to um, tell you what to do, I would recommend invest in having someone to help you to do what you haven't been able to do, which is stay consistent. And what we found is most effective to help people stay consistent is basically to hold people accountable every single week. So what that means is chasing people up when they've gone off track. It's fine to hold someone accountable when they're showing up, when they're checking in, when they are feeling motivated and everything's going well for them. Yeah, that's great. But what people really need is to be held accountable when things are not going so well. So when they've disappeared for a week, when 
they haven't been checking in, when their scores have started dipping, when we haven't heard from them for a while, that's when we're there to chase people up, to ask them, how's everything going? Are you okay? Do you need any help? And make sure that when people slightly go off track, we get them back on track. And that consistency is then what's going to deliver the results. So staying consistent is the, uh, being accountable and staying consistent is the, the next thing that I think you need to, you need to look into. But the fourth point, then, so the fourth thing that doesn't really work for me about these type of seven groups is any system that relies on tracking points. So tracking points, which only really makes sense in the context of a diet plan. Now, I talked before about having free foods. Um, a lot of things, you know, they include these free foods. Um, but when you're eating the non-free foods, you're tracking some form of points. Maybe it's a set, maybe it's points, maybe it's a set meal plan, maybe you're just having shakes or meals that the company has supplied for you. But all of these things, essentially, when you boil it down, are just different ways of controlling your food intake. Because all weight loss just comes down to taking in the right amount of food for you. If you eat too much food, you'll gain weight. And if you eat less food than your body needs, then your body will use your stored body fat for energy and you will lose weight. Everybody has kind of a perfect amount of food that they need to take in on a daily basis to see the best possible results in the mirror. And this is going to depend on age, on lifestyle, on hormones, on previous dieting history. And this is something that we calculate for all of the women that we work with just to make sure that you know they're following exactly what works for them, not just a generic point-based approach. But ultimately, the energy in food is commonly shown as an amount of calories. When you look at the back of a piece of a packet of food, it will tell you how many calories are in that piece of food. The problem with using any other measure of, of you know, how much food you're taking in is it becomes irrelevant in the real world. So for example, if you're tracking these points in, in the context of a diet, they, may, they might make sense. But as soon as that diet ends, it might not make sense anymore. It'd be like if you, if you started measuring distances just as the length of your sofa the length of your sofa in your living room so inside of your house the length of your sofa makes sense you know you can compare it to the wall you can say like oh it's about as long as the sofa it makes sense inside of your house but as soon as you go into the real world and someone asks you how far is it into town you tell them oh it's about 175 sofas from here to town it literally was going to make zero sense so unless you plan on tracking points or sticking to shakes or meals that you've bought for the rest of your life, I think it's better to learn how to track what you're eating properly. So how to actually track what you're eating with the proper units and know how many calories are in what you're eating, meaning that you can take control of your nutrition even when that diet comes to an end. And that leads me into nicely into the next point which is the problem with a lot of these groups is they don't really teach you how to do this by yourself. So a lot of diets have almost an element of mystery in them, like the point systems, the meal plans, etc. It's a system created for you to follow that kind of doesn't want to reveal the magic behind the, behind the curtain, almost as if they're trying to make you reliant on following that system, that, that point system, that meal plan, that shake diet forever which is kind of how their business model works because they need to keep you following the program so that you keep them paying, so that you keep paying them money. So they want to create this system that you need to follow in order to keep seeing results or in order to maintain your results. And the problem with this is I'm sure eventually 
you want to get to the point where you're not on a diet anymore, where you've achieved all of your goals in terms of weight and fitness, where you no longer have to worry about your weight. You feel comfortable in all your clothes. You're feeling confident. It's not really, this is not a problem for you anymore. But to get to that point where, you know, you've overcome this, you really need to know how to take control of your eating, how to take control of your exercise for yourself. You need to know all of the magic, which means you can get those results and you can keep those results long-term. So instead, I would say, if you're following something which is based on points or which is a bit cryptic, instead find something which actually teaches you how to maintain your results long-term, rather than just teaching you how to lose a few pounds on the scales. And as the old saying goes, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, and you teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. And this is kind of the exact thing we want to achieve or we try to achieve with our clients when we work with them. We don't want to just help them drop a couple of dress sizes. We want to help them drop a couple of dress sizes while at the same time teaching them that all, like everything, all of the method needed to drop those dress sizes so that they are able to keep those off long-term as well. So just to sum up then, so the, the five things, the five truths about swimming clubs, um, which I don't think, which I means for me, doesn't mean that they're going to be a really good approach to follow. Number one, anything that tells you that you need to fill up on free food, consider that's probably not going to work. Any foods that are allowed to be free, they're not really free. So instead, I recommend just track everything you eat. Um, any approach which recommends non-specific exercise, again, avoid and find something instead which uses low impact strength training. So any kind of slow and gentle weightlifting is ideal for women who are 40 and above. Number three, the problem with the third problem is basically a lack of any real accountability. So I'd recommend stop paying just to be told what to do. So to eat better and exercise and instead invest, invest in having somebody that will really hold you accountable, that will chase you up when you're struggling and that will make sure that you're staying on track. The fourth thing that doesn't work for me about these slimming groups is anything which involves tracking points or some kind of cryptic system where you're not actually learning what you're doing. And instead, I would recommend just take control of your own nutrition. You can use an app. You can track all of the foods you're putting into your body. And um, you can learn how to take control of your nutrition for the rest of your life. And then the final thing that doesn't work for me about these swimming groups is I'm not teaching you how to do this by yourself. So any, any program you're following which has an element of mystery, it doesn't really feel like it's educating you. It doesn't really feel like it's giving you the tools to take control of this yourself. I would avoid it and find something where you're actually being taught what to do, how to sustain your results long-term, how to really take control of your nutrition outside of the, the context of some cryptic point system that you're following inside of a diet plan. And by doing that, you'll give yourself the tools to, to be free from that cycle of dieting and that cycle of yo-yo dieting. So finally, I just want to sum up with a, a short testimonial from one of our clients, Charlotte, who had followed loads of different approaches previously. They hadn't worked for these slimming groups, these slimming clubs, these diets, but she then found something which was more effective and, and was able to see results. So she said, before I started Trinity, I was size 16 and I was horrified. I've always been a 12 and a 14. So when I found my dress in, on New Year's Eve, also my birthday no longer fitted, I was devastated and sat crying. Especially, I had, especially as I had worn it at the end of November. I joined Trinity because I needed to change. 
I was fed up with the standard slimming world and Weight Watchers and stuffing my face with pasta all the time when that was clearly that clearly wasn't helping my course. I've loved every minute of Trinity. The most obvious change I've seen is losing inches. I'm amazed at what you can do in 12 weeks. My confidence has grown and I'm starting to find that I'm not living in items of clothes with elasticated waistbands. I've discovered a love for different foods. I never knew what things such as goji berries taste like and I've expanded what I eat. I can't believe what a change I've made. I've gone from eating whatever and whenever to actually considering what I put in my mouth on a daily basis. I'm both impressed and shocked with myself as I never quite expected it to happen. I now do a weekly shop online and plan my meals, whereas before I would be down the supermarket every day figuring out what to buy. So to anyone thinking of joining, I would say do it. Whatever stage you're at, there is something for everyone. The support you receive is incredible and I wouldn't change a minute. So yeah, amazing testimonial there from one of our clients. Um, and if you'd like to find out, if you're looking for kind of an alternative to the regular diets, the regular slimming clubs, you want to know how to actually take control of your nutrition, especially if you're in your 40s and 50s, and to drop one to two dress sizes between now and Christmas, you can find out more about what we do by going to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all of the details there. So that's all I've got for you today. Hope you, hope you enjoyed this episode of the Trinity Podcast. And I'll see you again on the next one. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening. And we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.